Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here. You're listening to The Positivity Effect. Welcome back. We got another full-length episode in the house. We got the full crew in the house as well. What's going on? We got Mr. Mike, Mr. Audio Velvet. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? How are you, listening audience, Positivity Effect listeners? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Dr. Tom, how are you, brother? I am blessed, my man. I feel good today, even though it's a little dreary. You said you got some snow up where you are. I mean, I'm feeling the rain down here, but I love the rain sometimes. Yeah, yeah, likewise, likewise. Yeah, but we got our first snowfall uh, upstate New York. Um, I'm up here right outside of Albany. It was beautiful, man. It was it was absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, everybody keeps talking about how we're about to go into a long, dark winter. Uh, considering COVID and, and, and the, uh, the, you know, the, the cases are spiking and everything. And, 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 and it's very true, but we can't forget, you know, just about how, just how blessed we are to be here, man. And, and, and just, you know, there's no better place to be in the winter time or even the fall than New York state, man. It's, it's just beautiful. So yeah, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That is true. I, I had on uh, Paul Kim last week on the podcast and we were talking about Albany and, it was funny. I was, I was telling him, like, for me, it feels like it's another state. Like, it's so far from Long Island. It feels like two different worlds. Well, everything outside of the five boroughs is far from Long Island. <laughs> right. So, right. For you, Brooklyn, I, it, New York could be carved up in, like, so many different states. You can have New York City. That's one state. You can have Long Island. And then you can have upstate. And even in Long Island, like, the eastern part of Long Island, out by the the vineyards and Montauk Point, that's not even. It's so different than east. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, than western Long Island. So, um, but we're all we're all one big happy family. That's right, man. New York strong. That's right, strong. Well, strong island, baby. Strong island, strong island. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we also have on uh, one of our resident uh, guests on the show, Carlene, my my office assistant here at. at the, the office. Welcome back, Carlene. How are you doing Carlene today? The queen. Hello. Oh, I like that. Carlene the queen. Oh, Carlene I love that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's everyone. Fitting, man. It's fitting. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to be here. I love being on the show. Well, we love having you. And uh, yeah, we're going to... Mike, what are we talking about today, man? Well, listen, man, you know, a lot of times people call me Audio Velvet. That's the handle. But Tom, you, you you might not know that I'm also known a lot of in a lot of regions around the world as Doctor Love. I was just gonna say Love Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you know, it, it just it, it struck me the other day, um, and I, I thought about this, um, you know, a couple of times throughout the last couple of months, and I'm just, you know, I, I really really feel for people out there um, who find themselves looking for love, you know, during these, these challenging times, man. Right, um, right. You know, and it, it, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's gotta be very, very difficult and frustrating 
to meet someone during these social conditions that we have, you know? Um, and I thought about this year, not years, months ago when the onset of COVID began, but things have now compounded, um, you know, with the political climate of today's society, you know, it, that makes it even more difficult to kind of meet someone because, you know, like, Back in the day, you would meet someone and you probably wouldn't even discuss politics until you were dating for four or five months. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's almost like a prerequisite. It's like, hey, how you doing? My name is so and so. And I believe this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, which kind of makes it even more difficult, you know, to meet someone and make a connection, um, you know, that 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 we're looking to make. Um, and it's, it's just got to be difficult, man. And so I'm like wondering, like, what are people doing? You know, what are people doing to 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 meet people and, and find love during this time of, of, of Corona? Um, you know, I, it, it escapes me. I know that a lot of people are probably online. Right. That's probably the, the, the go to is to, uh, you know, join a dating website. You know, there's a bunch of them out there. And that's been prevalent for a long time, but I, I have to I have to imagine that now. By the that's way, that whole world scares the the living out of me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I hear you, brother. Um, you know, and again, I am I'm from a different era. <laughs> you know, I feel I, like I, I can say at this point that I am too. I, I I don't remember having like being able to like open up an app and like someone like like pings me from like two miles away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and, and so and, and foreign, really such a foreign shows, concept. It, it it just really shows how far we've come, or uh, you know how different we are now in right. society. Uh, and again, this is not a knock on anyone. This is not a knock on anyone right. who is you know looking for love or or or, or dating online. Um, but when I was you know coming up, when I was a youth, that was kind of frowned upon. You know, it was like, dude, if you were you know. Uh, 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 internet dating, you know, people kind of looked at you like, well, what, you can't meet anybody in real life? Like, you're, 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 you're kind of lame, man. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, that's how it used to be. But that's, again, be, you know, when Facebook was just coming around, you still so had, you know, Tom, you might not remember this, but there was this thing called MySpace. I had a profile, okay, and I was friends with Tom, all right? I think everybody, when they created their profile, their first friend was Tom. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Were you the actual Tom? That I mean, are you friends with everybody? I wish I was. You know what? I tried reaching out to Tom. He never responded to my my messages. It's so sad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just you know, it's just it's just totally it's it, things are just totally different now. Um, and so you know, thank God that there is internet dating. Right. Right. Thank God that there is internet dating. Um, because what else are you gonna do? Right. Um, I used to have this philosophy that, you know, you met people in one of three places, right? You met them either at your job, you met them uh, at church, if you are a religious person or spiritual person, uh, or you met them at a bar or some type of entertainment venue, right? Um, And so now we definitely don't have bars and entertainment venues like we used to. Um, some people, some places, you know, they're still shut down, um, you know, for safety reasons. Other places are, you know, cut down to 25%. 
Some people have lost their jobs. Many millions of people have lost their jobs. So that's gone. Um, and then, you know, even religious uh, uh, venues, you know, even churches and mosques and synagogues are still operating at a very small capacity because uh, of the spread of COVID. So those three areas where people usually meet people, um, you know, are, 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 are have, have diminished in such a way, in such a way. So people now, are, I think, are, you know, they're very dependent on meeting someone online. Yeah. Which is scary, you know, like you said earlier, Tom, which is scary. Well, Mike, uh, I have I have a point about that, those three buckets just that you just described. But I have to ask, Carlene, did you have a MySpace? Did you know what MySpace is? I know what MySpace is, but I never had one. You never, man, Mike, I feel like an old man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we should, Tom. As, as we should. As we should. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, that that thought about those different buckets, right, for certain generations that feel that way, someone that still has that mindset, too, about feeling like they if they need to meet somebody and they need to go out either, like you said, like work environment or a bar environment. What was the other third one you mentioned? Uh, Work, bar and church and church. Right. Um, You could say school, too, maybe maybe. Or yes, us right college. Um, I would put work and school t- kind of together. Well, the, the big like thing that I think gets me. I was talking to someone the other day about that this effect that COVID is having on all of us, and how once, God willing, things get better and we start to transition into more of a normal life that we know from the past, or maybe maybe that's gone. We don't know. We want we wanted to. We want back. Well, we all want back what we had before, right? Before pre pre COVID, right? For many people, it can be a very daunting task to go out and meet somebody. It, it there, there can be a lot of fear around that. You you can, especially if you don't if you haven't had a lot of practice or you haven't uh, dated in a while or been in a relationship in a while. It could be there can be fear of just that act alone of like I'm going to go out to the bar and meet somebody. Or I want to, I want to like, I'm going with the intention of like, I'm going with my friends tonight and I'm going to be open-minded. If there's someone there that has a great personality, I want to connect with them and strike a conversation up and maybe, maybe who knows where could, where's that going to go? Right. Where's that going to lead? Or even let's say, right. Let's say, um, to uh, the younger generations, like I'm going to connect with somebody on an online dating app and we're going to go out to the bar and we're going to meet. There's this whole new layer now that you mentioned about, yes, things are opening up now again, but there's so much like tension and fear of that act of going at, right. I I have to, I could be fearful about coronavirus. I have to have a mask on. I, I'm going into an environment that's no longer what I used to expect of it. There's now this like structure and rules. When you go to the bar, there's spacing. There's, it's not just this natural flow of it's Friday night, I'm going to go out to my local watering hole and, and meet, uh, you know, meet somebody and, and try to strike up a conversation. There's all these like rules and things and pressures that have been put on society now that makes that whole experience of dating. And, and the be- it's, it's hard enough already of just going out and trying to um, have courage to, to, to meet and right. And, and, and strike up new conversations. And even, not not only just um, 
romantically, right? Even if it's just to go out and meet friends and meet new people or work in, work environment, uh, how everybody's working from home and there's, how do you, how do you build relationships with your, your new coworkers if you're starting a new job and you never get to really see them in person? It's really only through, and I see you, yeah, you're nodding your head because yeah, I'm sure you, you can experience that. So right. it's, there's is, so is many new levels here. If you've, if you've been like, if you've had your eye on a coworker for like, you know, a while now and, and now you're subject to Zoom calls, what do you do? Do you, you know, at the end of the call, you're like, hey, uh, um, uh, uh, Allison, can you, can you stay on for five minutes after, <laughs> after everyone, after everyone logs on? I, I got a question for you. Like, how awkward is that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have the opportunities, like you said, to make those connections. And then when you do, there's just all these layers of things that you got to get through, you know. Um, so, yeah, and let me, Caroline, let me ask, because, uh, you know, you, you, you kind of have your your finger on the pulse of young America. Uh, you know, what what <laughs> how are people out there? What are people doing to to supplement, to to, to take care of this? Uh, this this way of meeting one another like what are we missing something me and Tom is the old guard like what are we missing something um no you guys pretty much said it you hit it on the nail is that how you guys say it hitting the <laughs> nail on that right um yeah definitely the dating apps there's also other social media platforms such as mm-hmm. Instagram and mm-hmm. Snapchat and I think that's pretty much like the, those are like the two big ones like if you're not on a dating app instagram and snapchat are usually the places where you can meet someone at first and then you move into like the next steps depending on how the vibe goes because on both of those platforms they have you have the option to video call so on instagram you can video call on snapchat you can video call as well so if you want to make sure the person isn't catfishing you before you meet up with them you can always Mm -hmm. do that um or you can just get their number and FaceTime them, but you know that's a little that's a little much. So <laughs> that's a little much. No, because like most people, they start on the platforms and they kind of like feel it out first. So what is that timeline? Is it like oh my gosh, so far into me? Is it like one week? Is it one month? Is it six months before the the face is revealed? Like it, I feel like I feel like it depends on the person. Yeah. Like both parties like i feel like it depends on the person individually and also them together like how they feel it's going you know like if they feel it's going pretty well within like the first month you know if they're having good conversations no one's boring each other then you know i guess you can start (laughs) with the video call exchanging phone numbers maybe plan to meet up um safely you know just different things like that so that idea of meeting up does that for you or maybe maybe friends you're talking to is there like that is there like a a tension around that a fear around that because of just how different life is right now yeah there's definitely i feel like a lot of it is because if you don't know the person you don't know their like where they've been a lot of the times like for example like if they don't know me they know i'm i go you know i go out i work so like i'm out and stuff like that so they might be nervous where I'm coming from, I might be nervous where they're coming from, you know, do, do they go out? Are they like in the city on subways? Like it's all these different things because of COVID. That's, that's like, yeah. Do you, do you have to ask, like, do you say that? Oh, Hey, did you get t- COVID tested? Like, would yes. You, wow. Um, 
I actually wow. I actually had a friend. Well, I have a friend. Um, she recently went on a date, and she told me that she had the guy get tested. Really? Yes. Like, I'm not going to see you unless you give me your and, results. And she told him to send... The, like send like a picture or like a screenshot or like whatever of the results to make sure. And she even got tested Mike, too. My mind is blown. This is deep, man. <laughs> she... don't, don't worry about getting tested for any STDs or anything, but listen, get that COVID test up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, while you're, no, while you're at it, you might as well get those other layers of testing. <laughs> just, so just to make sure we're all clear. <laughs> That's what I mean. Things are so, so different now. You know, like, Carleen, earlier you said, you know, you're like, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, they could they could ask me for my number and, like, call me. But that's like, I don't know, that makes me feel kind of weird. And I'm just like, wait, that's how it used to be. I don't pick what? up the phone. So, <laughs> like, do not that's call me. We used, we used to ask, me, ask you for your number and then call you and begin to develop a relationship. Now it's like. Oh, how dare you ask me for my number and not slide into my DM? <laughs> Carlene, what's that that concept you were telling me about where if if you leave somebody unanswered in, in their Instagram or oh, their Snapchat? Yes, yes, yes. If you're, t- well, let's use Instagram because it's two different things. On Snapchat, it's left on red. On Instagram, it's the same thing, but it's left on scene. Okay. So um, for all, all of you listeners out there, if you go on Instagram and you're DMing someone, it doesn't have to be anyone romantically, but just in general, if you're DMing someone and they don't answer your message and the conversation is kind of over or the conversation could still be going, but they don't like your message, but they leave you on scene, that is like really hurtful. Oh, is, is that similar to like when you when you text someone and you can see them, they see you see that they've read your text, but they don't yes. answer back? Yes, especially if the conversation is able to keep going. What if it's where they see it? They you see that they saw it, but they don't respond. Yeah, that that that's we don't worse. like that. We don't like that. Oh, that's like really bad. Yeah. Okay. It's like getting ghosted. Yeah, it's getting ghosted. Getting ghosted. Getting ghosted. But what about like emails? Like people get emails and they don't respond right away. Right, but you don't really see if they read it or not. That's wild. I feel like since you're able to know that they opened it like you can physically see okay they saw it and on snapchat you can actually see that they opened it it kind of builds up to sort of like oh my god they're ghosting me why aren't they answering me (laughs) mike you you know kind of you know you've recently rekindled you know before when you were uh, single did you have any of these experiences where might have we're talking to somebody and it was this what she's describing like this texting like this it's like it sounds like texting like like jousting like it's like a sport like it is a sport i mean i i feel that with my wife sometimes but but i don't i feel like i can get out of the texting and i'll just call her if i'm confused about something but but it's cozy for you because you're married i understand (laughs) (laughs) that's that's true but i guess yeah like like do you feel mike like there's tech have you discovered this whole texting etiquette um, yes and no. I kind of, you know, I, I don't like to be on my phone a whole lot. Right. I, I really don't. Mike, um, why don't you it, answer my texts? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, not just texting, but just like long conversations on my cell phone. I don't really <laughs> even like to do that. Um, so, you know, I kind of make that known 
uh, early on in, in, in my connections and, and, um, in my relationships. That's good. So, that's very you important. You know, for the most part, you know, for the, you know I, people know to kind of keep it short and, and, and to the point with me. Um, so I haven't really kind of experienced that too much. Um, thank God. But uh, I feel for those who, who have. Um, and, and, you know, I kind of want to I kind of want to take the conversation back again to like like meeting people. Like I feel like we are in the relationship matrix, you know, Um and, and everything kind of has to be on a digital platform because how else are you meeting people? Um, and again, outside of those three buckets that we talked about earlier, where you may have some type of foundation or reason to, to speak to someone, but what if you don't, right? What if you don't have any background or any shared uh, uh, experiences or values to meet someone and you just want to talk to them? First of all, you have to identify them, right? Um, you know, a lot of times you'd be, you know, maybe walking down the street, walking through the mall and you'd see someone and you're like, wow, they're, that's an attractive person. Right. I'm, I'm attracted to them. Their their look is, is it's it's what I like. And I'm you know, so you, you go through the whole motions of, you know, should I or shouldn't I approach this person? And then, you know, you walk up and you say, hey, excuse me, uh, you know, I, I noticed you doing whatever. And, you know, my name is so and so. And can I get your name? And, right. Right. That's the whole. And I'm not talking about catcalling. Right. Yeah. But Mike, now I was just if about you, to say if that you approach somebody. I was it's, just it's, about it's, to say that. It's, it's the handout back up. Yeah. Know? It, it, that's scary. You can't even approach it, but even take it back before that, Tom. Before you even decide to approach somebody, they've got a mask on, right? So you're not even looking at their facial features like, wow, they're attractive. This is someone that I would normally be attracted to. Now we're looking at, okay, I, I hate to say it, but we're looking at their body and their fashion, right? Right. Because, you know, everyone is so covered up and everyone is so guarded with the, you know, the, the wearing the PPE so that we are protected from COVID-19. So now you're looking at people like, oh, wow, I like I like that jacket or I like the way, you know, uh, they put together this outfit, uh, you know, or wow, that, you know, that person is super physically fit. And, you know, I'm, I'm attracted to, you know, the way their the shape of their body is, which kind of makes things a little bit more superficial. And that's even before you get to the point where it's like, okay, I'm going to walk up and speak to this person. As soon as you do, it's like, oh, wait, I have to make sure that I'm talking to them six. I'm I'm six feet away from them. Right. My droplets aren't right. And you said the word guarded, it not only physically guarded, but the person is emotionally guarded They're They have this, this, everybody has a bubble around them now of, of this, of a shield. Everybody's wearing a shield. And how do you break through that when you're, out trying to to find you know find love you're trying to connect you're trying to be an open human being and, and open to new possibility and open to new things um, right right I, I, i'm curious to to know carlene as a woman in today's society how do you genuinely feel um when approached by a man that you don't know right or a person that you don't know who clearly has, uh, um, you know, clearly is attracted to you. Um, and, uh, you know, they want to get to know you. They want to make a connection with you. How does that make you feel if when when they approach you just out of the blue? Um, is, does that make you feel uncomfortable? It depends on the situation. It depends on the guy, um, mm-hmm. his age, and 
it, there's a lot of factors that go in through that go through my mind within like five seconds while he's like talking to me and i wanted to actually move more backwards to what you were saying because you were talking about first you want to like talk you want to talk to the person but then you're moving back like now you really can't so you kind of look at their their fashion their feature like you know their body and all that stuff like that but now it's not even that like taking it a step backwards just one if you're staring at the person and you're thinking about oh you know i like this about them i like that about them like just staring is like an automatic like people like get super triggered if you're staring at them and you could be looking at them because you're really attracted to them but now you can't even stare anymore now that's <laughs> like like before it was like don't talk to me and you know and all this stuff but like you can't even stare which is mm. which i can personally like vouch for because sometimes if a guy would stare at me way too long i get a little like irritated but at the same time I feel like it shouldn't be that way, but I don't know. It's just so, like the well, social aspect of it. You, as, as a as a as a man who's been single for uh, you know <laughs> the majority of his life, <laughs> um, there is a fine line between um, staring, which is a one hundred percent inappropriate and two hundred percent creepy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know, giving someone the eye, right? And that's that, you know, yeah. that, the smoldering, you know, the smoldering eye, <laughs> smoldering eye that, hey, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm liking what I see. And, you know, I, but I, now I, I can't even tell the difference because of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. But like, even I feel like me personally, like even before like COVID, I couldn't tell the difference. Like, but do guys today still like walk up and say hi? Or is it like. They find out your name and then they contact you on social. Not with COVID, no. But before, it would be like, hey, what's your Insta? Do you have Snap? What's your, what's your Insta? <laughs> what's your Snapchat? Not, <laughs> oh, hey, you know, I think you're really pretty. I would like to get to know you more. Can I have your number? You know, like it's not, no. And that's an interesting thing, Mike. It's, From my it's, personal experience, It's I like a know. job interview. <laughs> like someone, before they even talk to the person, and get like that first impression of their voice and their and their being in person. Hang on, which, Carlene, which would you prefer? Would you prefer someone to say, "Hey, what's your Insta? What's your Snap?" Or would you prefer them to say, "Hey, you know, what's your number? Can I call you sometime?" Which would you prefer? That's a very good question. It's a very good question for me because of the society that I grew up in. Okay. I. Okay. That's wow. That's a hard question. I want to say I would prefer for them to ask for my number, but I'm going to answer honestly and say I would prefer that they ask for my Instagram or my Snapchat because, because I just feel like if I don't know the person, I don't want them to have my number. I just feel mm -hmm. like if I can give them my Snapchat or my Instagram, they still have some part of me, but not like like a very personal part of me even though like your instagram can be very personal it's just that i feel like when i don't give my number out like that i i just feel like do you feel that most people that you connect with are truthful about what they post on instagram like or are they only putting like like a highlight reel like are they being true to themselves um my friend group yes but the other people that i follow i'm not too sure about that that's interesting 
And to be fair, you know, on a live conversation too, people can still hold things back and 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 askew certain details of their lives and things. So, yeah. you know, to be fair, uh, you know, it can happen on on both platforms. And I and I hear what you're saying, Carlene, too. It's like you know, uh, the Instagram, the social media, uh, kind of sets up an extra barrier uh, of yeah. protection. Um, so I get that. I do. I, I do kind of get that. Um, but it also, in my in my opinion, makes things a little less personal. Yeah. Um, or, 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 yeah. Personal is not the right word. Um, it just kind of takes it just kind of takes something away from the whole experience, you know, um, just, you know, in my opinion. Right. right. In my opinion. Well, Mike, uh, I, I wonder about, you know, you mentioned that term old guard. I meaning someone that is not so privy to this whole um evolution of yes that would be me i feel myself too right like if i was single today i feel like people in that bucket are are finding more and more ways to connect on social media today like let's say i want to say today i mean like this year because of what happened because right when you first meet somebody right you you can kind of like (laughs) it sounds bad but you can kind of be you can put on this front of who you are and, and, and there's the butterflies are flying and you don't really know the person. And then as you start to get to know them, you learn more and more about some of their true natures. But with like COVID and this whole like social lockdown feeling, I feel like even that doesn't exist anymore. You can't be like this, like larger than life person when you go out to meet somebody in person right now, because life doesn't, is not free in that way to do that. So it's almost like, you do want to go on to social media and learn about this person and, and, and let them learn about you through what you have to offer through your social media. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that perspective. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's sort of a blessing and a curse. Um, you know, you have, we have these digital tools at our disposal. So it's like, yeah, it's a great tool because, like you said, you can kind of do some research, do some background research on who the person is and what they're all about. But then again, you have to kind of take that information with a grain of salt because you don't know how true some of that information is. Um, and, and, and you know, what you're reading and what you're watching, you know, how authentic, you know, is, is this that I'm seeing uh, on this social media platform? So it's it's sort of a double-edged sword when it comes to that, in my opinion, right? Um, so you kind of have to use that tool to, 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 to the best of your ability. Um, but also, too, you can't get caught up in, you know, in the whole digital aspect of things. Um, and I think I, I've, I've, I've spoken to a couple of women who, um, who, who have told me that that's happened to them a lot of times is, you know, they'll meet someone online and because the person is so comfortable being online and communicating through social media, that the relationship really doesn't go anywhere because it's it's kept on a on a digital platform. It's kept, you know, through texting and messaging. And by the time you physically get to know the person, um, you know, the the moment has passed. Yeah. Do you uh, feel like like there's almost sometimes even a disconnect of what you know of them as to be online and then you meet them in person. Would you, right. what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Like where you, you get to know somebody really well online and then you meet them in person. Has, have you had that experience where there's a disconnect? Um, I personally haven't had that experience, but it's possible. I think I can see that happening a lot. Um, 
I feel like like you just don't you have a certain feeling of like you expect them to be a certain way because yeah, it's your so heart easy has to this feeling of like you're going to meet them and, and this is how it's going to be yeah. and then all of a sudden you you're there in person and and you just all of a sudden your heart just changes yeah because you have all these expectations of the person and it's so easy over through messaging to be a certain way and you know present yourself a certain way without having to show your face or your actual like facial emotions you can say anything through text message and say that you mean it and you re the person really doesn't so then once you actually meet them in person they're like a complete dud and they're just super boring <laughs> I, I, f I feel like i can i'm starting to to detect emotion through texts but what do you think mike do you feel like you can it's or, possible or you get it wrong sometimes you know um yeah sometimes you get it wrong you know sometimes you get it wrong sometimes in fact uh, more often than not i am kind of misunderstood right mm -hmm. um so you know I, I think that happens a little bit more often to me um uh, you know i i don't really try to decipher the emotion if i get a text and i'm like okay did they mean this with this type of inflection in their voice i always think someone's like, mad at me clarify. <laughs> i always think someone's mad at me when they just answer okay and they're, and like they're completely fine. There's nothing wrong. They're probably smiling when they wrote okay, period. Right. But I'm like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> right, right. Or right. when they just right. text K, K, period. Yeah, K, period. It's like, oh, yeah. it sounds angry. It sounds angry. It's kind of mm -hmm. weird mm -hmm. that, that yeah, we, put, yeah. we put our, we're putting our own, you know, but, insecurities on, on layering in them onto the text. But with proper training... And if you're constantly like, we're going to have a training class with Carlene <laughs> in my generation, you will be able to decipher emotions. Yes. Right. We might have to have another podcast about this. I think we, I, I think you're right. Um, but with that proper training has to come also too with knowing the in individual. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I know Dr. Tom, we've known each other for years. Relationship so capital. When I've said something that, you know, that, that rubbed him the wrong way. <laughs> right and so when he texts me back i'm like oh shit he's pissed he, he didn't like that one right I, I know that because we have this history and i know i know him right but if you just met someone then you like you said tom you're kind of like in this you know this desert of emotions where you don't know you know did they like what i just said like and I think that's where the kind of the, the emojis kind of <laughs> come into play. Um, and I was one of those people who were back when the emojis first came out, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I don't like texting as it is. Now I got to put a picture <laughs> with the text, but emojis do help to, 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 to describe that emotion. They really right? do. They really do. And I, I hate to admit it, but <laughs> they are very, very helpful in <laughs> not being misunderstood in, in how you're trying to say something. So, you know, it's, it, it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's just so much, you know, it's, it's so much. And like, we're sitting here talking about this and I have to, I, I'd probably assume that, you know, we all are pretty good at meeting people. We're all very social and, and great uh, at communication, but I feel, I feel for those, um, you know, who struggle with meeting people uh, just in general, you know, there are some people yes. You know, who are just, they're just, they have social anxieties. You know, they were born with it, right? They're born with social anxiety and they want to reach some reach out to someone. They want to have a meaningful, close that's connection with someone. Yeah, that's what I say. And Mike, like even it, it, 
it frustrates me for kids too, like young kids in school who have social anxiety about going to middle school, going to sixth grade. And there's so many things going on and feelings and, and kids can be cruel to one another. And, and now, now you have all these life-changing, altering restrictions on how we have to live our lives. And then, right, adults who are, it, are, it takes so much effort just to work up the courage to go out and attempt to meet. And now you have all these, these other layers it's it's a problem. Absolutely. It's definitely Absolutely. a problem, and it, um, I'm glad that we're talking about it. And for anybody that's listening right now, like if that if you're in that boat, um, it's you know we feel we feel for you. It's difficult, and um, just know like you're not alone. There's there's many people out there that feel that same way, and maybe thinking of that, maybe if you haven't thought of that, if you haven't had that thought, that might help you right now during this time. Um, of knowing that if you do, you want to go out, you want to experience life and meet somebody or connect. And again, whether it's just a friend, you want to make a new friend, or it's like we're talking more uh, romantic relationship. Chances are those, that person that you're going out to meet feels the same way. They're in, they're in this weird feeling right now of even the person that has the best, best social, their social butterfly, even individuals in, in, in those shoes are feeling the effects of, of this whole, uh, you know, upheaval of how we live our lives right now. So just know that you're not alone. If you're out there listening and you're, you're feeling really frustrated, um, keep that reflection in the back of your mind that people also feel the same way that you do right now. Well said, Dr. Tom, well said, well said, uh, because that, that thought alone might just get, you know, get someone over the hump, right. Um, and get someone, you know, past that point, that they need to be bold and, and take that risk. Um, uh, and, you know, there's a, there's a vulnerability that, you know, that comes along with that entire process, regardless of who you are. Um, you know, again, if you're the social butterfly or that you're the one who gets super nervous and, you know, starts sweating profusely before, you know, you've even said one word, um, you know, we all experience that, right? We all experience that. And in order to get over that hump, uh, you have to kind of accept the fact that you are putting yourself at a more vulnerable point than you were five minutes before you decided to make that move, um, and that's something that, you know, you, you have to remember. And then also to remember that the other person that you're looking to connect to uh, has to do the, the exact same. Um, and, and, you know, from there, it, it, it just it's 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 the it's the tangle, man. You got to you got to make that you got you to gotta dance that social tangle. Um, and it's a lot different. It's a lot lot more difficult uh during these days but um like carlene said you know with with practice with training we do have these tools um you know in front of us social media um you know that you can use to kind of make the process uh a little easier not necessarily smoother (laughs) right (laughs) um but it, it can make the process a little bit easier, um, you know, to, to, to hopefully find love in the time of Corona, which is very difficult, which is well, very, very. We're going to be helping all of you that are listening. If you need to find some love on the next episode, cause we're going to have a part two. We're going to have a part two because uh, I think we need to dive a little deeper into some of these, these new etiquettes that all of us um, it's a part of our lives. Now these, these, the social media etiquette, the, the texting etiquette, um, and even uh, kind of brushing up some skills on in-person etiquette and how we can apply um, these these tactics and ways to connect with one another 
during these difficult times where everything is, is so different. And uh, so we'll kind of, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk a little bit more tactical on the, the next episode. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, this was and maybe good. We can get into, uh, you know, some, some actual meat and potatoes about, you know, being in, in relationships, right? Part one is, is finding someone and getting into a relationship. Part two can maybe be about how do you keep a relationship during COVID <laughs> in the time of Corona? Yeah. Yeah, respect that. Real, real, real talk, man. But like you said, Doctor Tom, we are here to help, man. We are here to help. We are here to listen uh, because you know we're 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 not we're not observers, man. We're not bystanders. We are in the thick of it, experiencing all these things right along with our listening audience, man. So um, you know, I just I'm just grateful to be here and to share some of these uh, thoughts and, and perspectives with with you, Tom, with you, Colleen. Um, and with everybody out there, man, um, we're, in, we're like you said, Tom, we're in this together. Amen, brother. Well said. Well, Mr. Mr. Audio Velvet, Mr. Actually, Mr. Doctor of Love. Take Doctor us out, love man. Today. Take us out. Doctor love today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Once again, thank you so much for chiming in, for tuning in. Um, you know, this is how we do, you know, um, we're going to continue to hit you up with some great content. Uh, we will speak to you guys next week. We hope you all have a incredible week. Um, keep, uh, keep doing what you do. Keep staying positive. Uh, keep looking for love. All right. Uh, make sure that you stay positive. Make sure that you stay productive, uh, stay dapper. And as always stay tuned, people, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Take care guys. Bye.